Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Now listen, we here at Trek Culture know that age is just a number, really. It's not important. It certainly doesn't affect your standing in these kind of rankings. <coughs> but... With that in mind, I'm Sean Ferrick for Trek Culture, and here are the 10 oldest characters in the Star Trek universe. 10. Guinan. Whoopi Goldberg's Guinan first appeared in the second season of Star Trek The Next Generation, yet this was far from her first encounter with Captain Jean-Luc Picard. For several seasons, their relationship was teased as something that transcended love and family, though no one really knew why. In Time's Arrow Part 2, it was shown that Guinan was on Earth in the late 19th century, where she ran into a time-travelling Picard. Guinan is Elorian, a race that is incredibly long-lived. Their planet was destroyed by the Borg sometime in the 23rd century, though she and several hundred refugees in including Dr. Tolly and Soren, escaped on the SS Lacool and the SS Robert Fox. These ships would become trapped by the Nexus, requiring rescue from the Enterprise B. No one truly knows how old Guinan is, though she has revealed that she's old enough to have been married 22 times in her life. The version of Guinan who is associated with Samuel Clemens seemed to think her father was chasing her across the galaxy, which was suggestive of a younger, more willful person. Perhaps this was the character during her adolescence? Perhaps the audience will find out for sure in Star Trek Picard Season 2. 9. The Borg Queen This may be something of a cheat, as the Queen is both as young as her current incarnation and as old as the Collective itself. The Borg were said to be a smaller, less domineering force at around the same time that Earth was going through the Renaissance, which would age the Queen at roughly 800 to 900 years by the events of Star Trek First Contact. However, the expanded universe suggests that she is much, much older than this. The Destiny trilogy posits that the Queen was the original creative force behind the Collective, originating from the Celiar, a race of non-corporeal beings, trapped in the distant past, she adapted to survive, assimilating anyone who came close to feed her constant hunger. If this is the accepted as the origins of the Queen, then she is easily one of the oldest beings that Starfleet has ever encountered. By the 24th century, it is clear that she is not confined to a single body. One such copy was aboard the cube that self-destructed in orbit of Earth, while another copy was destroyed by Picard six years later, before a third was killed by Admiral Janeway. All the while, more and more copies of her continue to appear, suggesting that, along with the collective, she can never truly die. Eight. God. The being that calls to Cybok across the galaxy is an old creature that may or may not be responsible for several of the creation myths dotted throughout the Milky Way. Trapped on the surface of Shakari, or simply the planet that hovers in the middle of the galaxy, this creature was so starved for power that it took the time to torture Kirk and Spock while taunting Cybok for his belief. Whether called Eden, Vortofor, or Shakari, the prison in which this creature is located has been disseminated through the various cultures of the galaxy. This god then seemed to be the origin of religion 
religion in the universe, even if it wasn't truly aware of the impact it had on these races. It seemed at least mildly telepathic, as it was able to show Kirk images from Earth's history before appearing as the standard bearded image of God. The exact origin of the creature is unknown, yet it is safe to assume that it is thousands of years old. The Federation officers aboard the Enterprise A were certain that no ship in existence had ever crossed the Great Barrier, with their own spacefaring knowledge stretching back over 200 years. The Klingon, Romulan and Vulcan representatives aboard the bridge all knew of the same creation myth, which goes back much further than this again. Though fired upon by a Klingon bird of prey, it is not entirely certain that the creature is dead. It may yet be waiting for the next vessel to make the foolish journey through the barrier. 7. Kevin Uxbridge the Dowd were an incredibly powerful, long-lived race of aliens who were, by and large, peaceful people. They possessed the ability to create and destroy at will, though they either suppressed or monitored their strength so as to allow them to coexist with less powerful races. One such creature took the name of Kevin Uxbridge, and he appropriated a human form and fell in love with Rashawn. They married and lived a long, happy life together, eventually settling on a colony in Federation space. The colony was discovered and subsequently obliterated by a race known as the Husnok. There was no warning to the devastating attack, Kevin elected not to partake in the resistance, knowing that his powers would far outstrip that of the aliens above, yet Rashan went to join the other colonists. She was killed in the attack, driving the Dowd into a wild rage and, with a wave of his hand, he wiped out the Husnuk, all of them. In his peak, he didn't just settle for those on board the vessel above, instead he erased the entire species from existence. Once he had come to his senses and realised the enormity of what he had done, he became racked with guilt. He locked himself into a cycle then, bringing Rashan back to him, yet bringing the attacking vessel back as well. Day after day, he endured the penance of watching Rashan die over and over. 6. Gomtu this space-born creature lived through several millennia until it was discovered by Starfleet. Though it had the power to exist independently of any other beings, it originally held a crew for whom it lived symbiotically. Radiation managed to kill this crew, which eventually left the vessel suicidal. Unable to communicate with it through traditional means, Starfleet enlisted the help of Tam Elbrun, a telepathic betazoid who was able to understand and be understood by the creature. While it had decided to wait in the orbit of a star that was about to go supernova, Tin Man, as it was also dubbed, was sought for study by both the Federation and the Romulan Empire. It destroyed a Romulan warbird and severely damaged the Enterprise D before hurling the Galaxy-class vessel along with a second warbird several billion kilometres away. However, through Elrun, it was able to discover a new purpose to live. It elected to go on existing, saving both ships from the supernova and leaving to travel the galaxy with the Betazoid. Both beings found a measure of peace in this way. 5. V'ger V'ger is an entity of two halves. The first is Voyager 6, the real-life deep space probe that was launched from Earth in the 20th century, but in Star Trek canon, then fell into a black hole, which was presumed lost forever and largely forgotten by history. Well, until the 23rd century, of course, when it re-emerged for the motion picture with its second half now very much in tow. After tumbling through the hole, it emerged on the other side of the galaxy, in the Delta Quadrant, where it was discovered by a race of machine-like beings. There is still much speculation as to whether this race of beings was the Borg, while their territory certainly was in that region of the galaxy. However, their methods of gaining knowledge are extremely different. What is certain, though, is that the knowledge that fused with Voyager 6 to become V'ger was ancient, though it was untampered by any emotion or perspective. Therefore, it saw the probe's journey back to Earth as a way of deepening its own understanding of the universe, through absorption and dissection, and, were it not for the fact that its methods were so destructive, it could have become one of the greatest beings of all time. Instead, it was seen as a tremendous threat to Starfleet, necessitating the hasty launch of the newly refitted Enterprise with Admiral James T. Kirk in command. 4. The Sphere 
Said to be hundreds of thousands of years old, the sphere was encountered in its dying hours by the USS Discovery thanks to the intervention of Gabriel Burnham. It was comprised of both living and inorganic material, making it a hybrid of sorts. Its primary function had been analysis and the gathering of data, though as it began to break down, it badly needed to transfer this knowledge to something else. Initially, it attempted to teach its language to the Discovery by the use of the Universal Translator, though it overloaded that program. Saru was able to discern ultraviolet light as a medium of communication, allowing them to better understand and the will of the sphere. Saru advised dropping the shields to allow it to complete its transfer. While Captain Pike allowed this, it put the ship at extreme risk as the internal temperature of the sphere began to build to critical levels. As its core began to explode, in the last nanosecond it reversed its own polarity to push the ship clear of the blast, saving the crew from certain destruction. The knowledge that the sphere transferred to the Starfleet ship would go on to have major repercussions for Discovery's crew in the future. 3. The Guardian of Forever the Guardian of Forever was a sentient device that was first encountered by Dr. Leonard McCoy, who passed through it while high on an accidental dose of cordrazine. It was a window to other times, which deposited him in Depression-era New York City. Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock followed him, setting the altered timeline to rights. It was they who discovered that the Guardian was all but eternal, created in the distant past by a race of aliens. It would then continue to remain alone on this planet until it was revisited by the Enterprise during the events of yesteryear. In the 32nd century, it was encountered again, this time by Michael Burnham and Philippa Giorgio. They discovered that during the temporal wars that had occurred several hundred years before their arrival, the Guardian began to find itself utilised by varying factions of the war. Sensing the damage to the timeline that it could inadvertently be responsible for, it removed itself from the original planet, moving to another world. There, it was able to change its form and appear as a door, an enemy of named Carl. Giorgio was aided by the Guardian in discovering a time that was safer for her to exist in, though what subsequently became of this being is currently unknown. 2. Q John Delancey's Q is one of the quintessential Star Trek characters, first appearing in Encounter at Farpoint, the very first story for the crew of the Enterprise D. This almost omnipotent force was deeply intrigued by humanity, putting them on trial for the crime of being a savage child race. It fell to Captain Picard and his crew to prove Q wrong in this assessment. He would appear many times over the years, though for him it was but the blink of an eye. Ageless and timeless, Q was the member of a race who had quite literally seen everything and done everything. On one of Starfleet's only visits to the Continuum itself, it was represented as a dirt road stretching endlessly in both directions. When asked where the road led, the answer was simply to where they had already been. With the extreme powers that Q wielded, they could have chosen dominion over the other races of the galaxy at ease, but they elected to remain above the squabbles of these lesser beings. Q did derive amusement from tormenting Captains Picard and Janeway while popping in for an occasional game of human chess with the crew of the Cerritos. It was suggested at one point that Q were closer in skill to the humans of the galaxy, though it was thankfully a phase they managed to escape from. Now they are seemingly endless, unstoppable, and unbelievably bored. 1. The Prophets the race of wormhole aliens that watched over Bajor are another timeless species. They simply have no concept of the linear passage of time, which means that they have both been with the Bajoran people for eons, while also never experiencing a moment of that time. While they exist in their state, civilizations rose and fell until they eventually found a version of temporal existence in the form of Sarah Sisko. Understanding that Ben Sisko would be their emissary, they arranged his birth. This very act suggested at least partial knowledge of the linear process of time, as they would experience his creation. 
gestation, birth, and growth. Their warnings to him throughout the years that he would pay a great penance and experience great sorrow suggested that they were able to see possible futures and pasts as well. The prophets seem to live on a plane where all possibilities that can happen do happen. Their battle with the Costumogen, though victorious in the version of reality that Ben Sisko experienced, likely did end badly for the non-corporeal combatants. Even in this prime universe, they were locked in combat for several months of normal time before being cast out by the return of the Orb of the Emissary. Very little is known about their origin, though they do seem to truly care about the people of Bajor, suggesting that they may potentially have originated on this planet. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 